water, earth, fire, air. Welcome to Bending the Elements. A production by the Novice Elitist Podcast. With your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. podcast about all things Avatar. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Four seasons, four loves. Four seasons for loves. There we go. Here we are. Finally. All right. Take 17 completed. Yeah, take 28. Holy <laughs> smokes. And our uh, yeah, our album will be coming out uh, never. <laughs> yes, and if anyone recognizes that song, which I definitely perked up when I heard it, that means we're covering The Waterbending Master, Book 1, Chapter 18. Yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, those in between, to episode 18, but really 17 for us, I guess. And um, joining us tonight is a really special guest from the other channel, uh, one of my other best friends in the world, Johnny. Welcome, sir. Good day, boys. Thanks for having me, and uh, always happy to hear a bit of the musical content you have going to. I didn't know you guys were starting that up, so thank you. <laughs> He, he just told us to me like this afternoon when I got home from work. I was like, hey, okay, you want to play Frankie Valley and the whatever their names got are it. for the four seasons? Passing the buck, Isaac. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was that like, guy's fault. It was that guy's idea. It was, yeah, it was entirely me. <laughs> well, no, I just I forgot about the four seasons part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Frankie Valley and the four seasons. Yeah, that was a, Thank that, you. That was a joke. Yeah, I, for whatever reason, that song just always stuck with me ever since my first viewing of this episode. And so when it when it came on, I was like, oh, hey, there's that song that I tried to learn on guitar. <laughs> and so I decided to finally learn it. And then for whatever reason, I hit up Isaac. It was like, let's sing it to start it. So let's do it. Um, before we begin, Johnny, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. uh, give me some credentials and backgrounds for you with uh, the series Avatar, The Last Airbender. I don't know what you're looking for with credentials, but I actually didn't watch Avatar until until I, I guess it was 2020. And then I just went the whole time without really watching it like i just i always heard about it i knew people who i knew, I knew people who were fans of it of course and everyone spoke highly of it but then covid hit and i was sitting there and netflix was like oh hey it has avatar on netflix let's, let's watch this and then of course mm. like everybody i was like wow this is freaking amazing this is, this is like one of the best shows i've ever seen so rock and roll and then i heard you guys are doing this uh this episodic series so and you mentioned yeah like we just finished something else so i'm just like oh, i'm here let's do it let's rock always down to watch some avatar yeah there you go it's so funny that you say like you you watched avatar in 2020 because then i discovered mlp in 2020 so that's that's pretty funny i'd say that's pretty funny actually <laughs> yeah it's weird i never brought up avatar with you i guess i just i don't know i just assumed you liked it but there was nothing else to say about it well we we're certainly gonna have a, hopefully a lot to say when we cover this episode so <laughs> oh yes but before i do my little summary that i do um i quickly mentioned uh 
This one episode's written by Michael Dante DiMartino and directed by Giancarlo Volpe. So, hey, Giancarlo Volpe. So definitely some names that we uh, recognize here. Sir, Caleb, if you don't mind, please summarize what this episode is about. Now buckle up, everybody, because this is a bit of a long one. Um, but here we go. After a season-long journey, our group has finally arrived at the Northern Water Tribe. And how many of these plot summaries have I opened up with them heading to the Northern Water Tribe? It's very exciting. We're finally here. Super pumped to be in this climax. Um, but the spiring metropolis of ice is filled to the brim with waterbenders. And is very well guarded by a trained force of troops. The group marvels at the beauty of the city, as well as one of its occupants for Sokka. And are welcomed as honored guests. A feast is prepared for them, and we meet the chief of the village, his daughter, Princess Yue. And we also meet the titular waterbending master, Master Paku. Sokka immediately has eyes for Yue, and Aang quickly pairs up with Master Paku as his new teacher. But unfortunately for our group of heroes, after the experience with Zhang Zhang, our continuing baddie, Mr. Jerko McReese's monkey, Admiral Zhao, <laughs> has finally put the dots together and realized that Aang was headed for the Northern Water Tribe in search of a waterbending master. Zhao meets up with Zuko and demands his crew leave with the Admiral to aid in his assault of the Water Tribe. But in a spot of bad luck, Zhao recognizes a pair of swords in Zuko's quarters as the weapons of a mysterious blue spirit. But back with our Water Tribe pals, things aren't looking so good. Master Paku refuses to take Katara as his pupil due to the misogynistic rules over which govern the training of female waterbenders. Um. (laughs) Only allowing them to learn healing. Aang refuses to be taught in the outdated views of the master, but Katara talks him into continuing with it regardless. But away from them, Zhao continues his duplicitous ways by hiring a band of familiar pirates to go after the Fire Prince. Zuko's crew leaves, and Iroh goes to see them off, while Zuko stayed on the ship to sulk. Then the pirates show up and bomb the ship, potentially killing our young prince. Meanwhile, Katara goes to the water healing teacher, and the woman recognizes Katara's betrothal necklace as belonging to Grand Grand triggering the revelation that Katara's family once came from the Northern Water Tribe. Sokka and Yue share a brief tryst, but she quickly flees from the date, leaving Sokka confused and depressed. Aang goes behind Master Paku's back and tries to teach Katara some of the moves he's learned, but Paku catches them and refuses to teach Aang without receiving an apology from Katara. But instead of apologizing, she challenges him to a fight. An epic battle ensues, and while Katara puts up quite the waterbending battle, She's no match for Master Paku. But during the fight, Katara's betrothed necklace falls off, and Master Paku recognizes it as a necklace he made 60 years prior for Katara's grand-grand. Katara theorizes that they must have had a botched arranged marriage, which triggers an emotional outburst from Yue. She flees, and Sokka follows. And although she professes her affection for him, she reveals that it's her own arranged engagement that is halting her from pursuing her feelings for him. But on the Zuko side of things, we see that the Fire Prince escaped his untimely demise and has taken up the position of a masked trooper on Zhao's ship, whereas Iroh has accepted Zhao's offer to be his general during the assault. And for Master Paku and Katara, he's had a change of heart and decides to train her. Just in time too, as unbeknownst to them, the Fire Fleet is fast approaching, as is the end of the episode, and that is the Waterbending Master. I don't know if, uh, so Johnny, what we do here actually is, you know, it's 24 minutes. But we actually don't do the length. We we just like pause whenever we want and just talk over a scene. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, I got to worry about the time. No, you don't have to. Usually cool. I'm the one that's behind. Kill will always yes. be like two minutes in front of me. And I'm like talking, hey, I like the background here. And he's like, come on, we got to get to the part like here, man. I've got to keep the plot going. 
Anyways, to break down every action scene. <laughs> All right, everybody, get their legally or illegally or Paramount Plus versions of Avatar: Last Airbender, the timestamp zero, and please play right now. Cool. Yeah, thank God Johnny's here. Johnny, what do you think of the intro? Because we never have anything to say. There's Master Paku, by the way. That was Master Paku. Oh yeah, there's Paku. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, what do I think of the intro? There we go. That's something. Yeah. Great. There you go. What, what, what do you want? What do you want from me? It's, it's it's well done. It gives you a good. It's like I mean, it's different too because like in the Netflix era, you can skip it and just keep keep watching the show. But this oh, one, yeah. it, it definitely always like sets you. It's it's one of those things where it's it's information that you already know at this point. But at the same time, it's cool because even just introduce this having the same intro every time, it lets you. Um, it gives you like a few moments basically get you back into that world listener son because because you know if you were watching this on like on like tv or something you wouldn't have seen an episode for a bit i imagine like a day or so i, I don't know how often it ran on nickelodeon or whatever but but you know you would be quarter it, it would give you all the all the um info and get you and, yeah, get, and get you back in the vibe yeah that's what i said yeah how dare you take away from my koala otter yeah Sokka. yeah i love this bit here yeah, the vibe's a little bit contentious right now, and uh, Sokka's complaining, oh, Appa, speed up. And I love when they're just like, hey, leave him alone, and, and Sokka's just like, oh, I'll let, you, I'll let you ride me. No, I'm being annoying. Yeah, he's shaking his rear at both of them, and then just basically prime material for a moment to like get on his backside. Well, hey, shouldn't you like this, Caleb, though? Because they're all in water. Or they're all around water, oh, excuse me. by the way, this three-parter. Because it, in a way, is a three-parter. It certainly is. I just think I love all this stuff with the water, water benders and the water kingdom here, Northern Water Tribe, just fantastic. Oh my goodness, they froze up. That's not good. Not again. He's like, I already was in here for one hundred years, almost a thousand, one hundred years. How could you guys do this to me? Yeah, do you guys like my? Uh, I don't know why I wrote that in my my summary. <laughs> Jerko McReese's monkey. I didn't realize I wrote <laughs> I, that because I, I usually write these a couple days before. I thought. You were going to say, that's true. I thought you were going to say something about Malfoy, like Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> Potter! Scared Potter! That was his son, not Lucius, but anyway. Oh yeah, right, right. <laughs> I just think that when I think, when I think Malfoy, I just think of this little, like, this little, like, diminutive short man syndrome blonde kid who's really angry. Except so I just, you know. Isn't, like, Tom Felton about the same height as Daniel Radcliffe? Well, well, I just think of him as, as in the first movie, because he, he was this, like... He, it's fair. It's like you know how like how like if you're if you go and like I don't know if, for example pick up your niece at like kindergarten and you see like you know most of the kids are kids are kind of cute but it's that one little snot you wouldn't mind just like booting halfway across the soccer field. Just oh, how he looks. Yikes! Like, he just has that. He just has that. He, he just has that. I met at my mom because she didn't buy me a switch last week. Look to his face. You know what I mean? Yeah, those kids online who get all their like they get like iPhone. 14s for christmas or something like that and it's like it's not the one i wanted <laughs> mommy i wanted another pony kind of thing you know Th those kind of kids oh you're not getting a pony you're not getting that pony i want all the ponies isaac no i want no oh, but for you isaac yes i did like the continuation of the zhang zhang thing because of course johnny if you didn't watch it recently in the previous episode they met uh the guy who trained uh, Admiral No, Shadow that here. wasn't the previous episode. It was two previous episodes ago because the previous episode was at the Northern Air Temple. Oh, geez, you're right. You're right. Well, I, a couple episodes ago. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here, here it is. Here it is. Oh, no, we're, we're like way back here, bud. Like we're... we're, we're, we're oh, oh, oh you, you paused it? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, we're... we're I, I didn't know you paused it. That's fine. <laughs> this is non-linear, bud. 
Yeah, we never say. We probably should say, but we don't. I said, well, it's true. Yeah, I po- I'm at like 220 right now. I'm at 228. <laughs> hey, oh, sick. Um, but yeah, so after the encounter with Zhang Zhang, yep. uh, Admiral Zhao realizes, oh, okay, the Avatar, he's clearly looking for masters. So mm. he still needs to learn about the water bending aspect. So clearly the next master he's going to go to is in the Northern Water Kingdom. Well, the first one he should be clearly going to is is that, but yeah. But they're here. Um, yeah, so they're here, finally, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's it's the North Pole. It's, um, we're, we're finally, I'll, I'll get, okay, I'll get to it. Funnily enough, immediately after I paused, they said, we're finally here. <laughs> it's like, after this entire season. It's, okay, yeah. so, Johnny, in, mm. in, like, 252, I don't know if you're looking at it right now, but when they enter, like, they go uh, through the wall, and then they enter, like, the canal or whatever. Not the canal, but before they enter the canal, yeah, like, yeah. we see um, the little, I forget what it's called, but we see the water race. That totally reminds me of the first level in uh, Dishonored. With how like the water. oh yeah yeah the canal yeah it's the same yeah, yeah. where the water like right that's so cool I love I love that scene I, I love it and I like how waterbenders do it oh it's even better because like it, it makes you think about just like just like the whole thing where they're like where it's like it's like dude that's somebody's job you just like camp at the canal all day and just raise the water when the boat shows it's up it's so menial when you think about it mm-hmm. yeah man people would get so bored it, 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 they'd be like man I want to go home no they wouldn't I'd love it I'd bring so many books. Dude, you well, I love it too. It's so beautiful. It's also funny because they are like melting the ice and turning into it's it's great. I love it. Yeah, we get some cool stuff with that later, but yeah, that that whole lowering and raising thing was actually making me think of Tomb Raider 2. Ah. The whole Venice sequence. There's a bit there where yeah, you have to raise your boat up, but yeah, anyway. speaking of which, so we finally get in here, run to the canal and we finally entered Naboo. I mean, I mean um uh, <laughs> oh, Venice. Yes. I mean I mean uh Gungan. I mean uh Binks. <laughs> By the way, I just love this because we've seen so many cities up to this point. This is my favorite one we've seen mm. up to this point in the show. Absolutely love it. It's it it's it's like the Ice Palace in Quebec, but it's made out of snow. And and and, the, and most importantly, it's not in Quebec. Trust <laughs> <laughs> fired. Oh boy. Oh, but I just saw UA there. Nice little early bit of setup. Yes a advocate or alkali acolyte excuse me of the of the moon that's rough buddy <laughs> and i like that yeah Sokka's immediately just charmed did you get miyazaki eyes from Sokka, or is that just me i didn't but there's definitely a whole lot of miyazaki throughout this this three-parter hey oh by the way at like 346 or whatever take me- take note of the moon oh yeah i what i'm taking note of right now is the uh the little theme song that we sung here yes there we go. I can yeah. hear it on Johnny's end. <laughs> I can, yeah. I, mm-hmm. All right. So who's dancing and who's doing? Okay. So interesting. There's two. I just love this piece of music, by the way. By the way, so listening to the commentary, uh, Mako, the voice actor for uh, uh, Uncle Iroh, he actually was in Broadway and is a oh. bit of a musician himself, but he hates singing. Huh. Except, oh. <laughs> except he's so good at it. So he's like, no, don't, please don't. <laughs> I thought he was sunk kind of badly, but in a in a fun way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he intentionally was doing that. I also love the fact. Oh, <laughs> come on, Apo. What do you? What do you, I guess he's tired and cranky and he's cold. I don't know. Is that a crab? By the way, I thought it was like a big piece of like salmon or something. I don't know. All I'm thinking about now is what flying bison tastes like. Oh, by the way, so this um this bud here, like I guess the king or whatever the chieftain, uh, is voiced by a um a bud from the Coen Brothers movies. 
Oh, who? I don't remember. You just oh. look that up. <laughs> I just remember them talking about him. Like I said in the summary, they're all honoring the Avatar here. They're very happy to see him come to their village. Uh, or I guess city. I don't know if it's city, a city. I'd or... say more, more, more likely that. So it's nice to see them get kind of a welcomed, uh, kind of revered welcome. But more importantly, it's UA's 16th birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. But usually at this point, people are like, the Avatar, he's here. Like, either we don't like him or what's he going to do for us to help us out? Yeah. It's nice to see people just being like, okay, cool, the Avatar's here. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they celebrate with, with a nice local feast. Because, like, especially a big thing about a lot of shows, and Avatar does it very well, is they really show all the different cultures. And mm-hmm. they do it, with, and they do it with in like in so many ways. But you really get a feel of what, like, I know based on what I see from these people or from Bossing Say or wherever, I know exactly what I would eat if I walked into that town. You know, mm, that that's a cool point. They, 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 they just have such a like. I can I can like imagine what the food smells like here. That's yeah. No, that's that's a good point, dude. Yeah, we definitely haven't brought that up yet. So that is that is cool. No, yeah, I I, I like that. Is especially yeah especially since we've been like going through it's so funny because like we're finally here like we're we're at yep. the destination <laughs> um and i never thought of that that's th- thank you for saying that i'm just like yeah no what what would these people be th- eating um throughout all these different towns that we've entered um and like the, the people at the fortune tellers town oh they probably be eating something that's like fertile because there's a volcano right next to them so their food would probably be enriched with good soils whereas like jets town well it's clearly autumn that well it was winter but like mm. still it's probably there's probably some apples there it's like i could see like apple seeds being there like it's you know johnny Appleseed there eh? anyways yeah and i, I like that uh, master paku does his little display and i also like that it's it's kind of odd that uh ua sits right n- next to Sokka. i mean maybe she had the eyes for him too but i like that he immediately sets into making the moves like hey you know but he clearly has no idea what he's doing and it's adorable <laughs> That's it is pretty quick, by the way. Like, yeah, and I remember you complaining when we did the movie, because I don't know if you know Johnny, but me and Isaac did the uh, M Night Shyamalan movie Aww. many years ago. And Isaac, one of your complaints was that you felt that this romance was a little bit too quick in this three parter. Um, do you feel like in this first episode that it was still that way, like I... there wasn't enough development for you? Okay, so I I don't have a problem with it per se. I just think that. I need a passage of time. I mean, I think the moon, literally we see the moon, how it's in like the first quarter. I think that helps saying like, okay, they've been here for at least like 30 days because it's like, but it's at least first quarter. And then it's like, what, two weeks till the full moon. So, you know, that's probably ample time enough. I just think like they push this romance pretty quickly, especially here. Like they get to know, I, I don't know. Like maybe it's the whole, like Sokka's the new guy in town. So he's obviously gonna maybe have, she's gonna fall for the outsider potential i i don't know i'm only <laughs> guessing there but like i don't want to assume like the writers forced ua to like Sokka or whatnot i wish it kind of like maybe can't maybe i'm just wrong maybe i'm just looking at it the wrong way what do you guys think uh, for me personally i don't think we get a ton of scenes here but it it serves enough i mean the, the episode isn't really about him so we couldn't focus too much time and I think in the next two episodes, we, we spend enough time for it that it feels like a full story once we get to the very end. That's fair. There's there's some inferred dialogue. You know, when, when, when I make you read those comics, by the way, which Johnny does have, um, those mm. would have been perfect entries to see like what those two were doing daily almost. Okay, and here's the thing I want to bring up too is that 
Sorry, what's the canon age for Sokka? About 16 2? Uh, 14, I believe. So, so she's a princess and he's, well, Sokka. So I'm going to guess that, that <laughs> nice. like, like, this is probably their first, the first time they've ever, like, seriously kind of dated someone. And so the fact that we're seeing that love bloom so quick and, well, be behave like a teenage romance is because it is. Yeah, that's very fair. I remember so my... So, so, in, in, so in the span of their lives, it's, it's a pretty big deal. So I, I can, yeah. so I, I kind of have no problem with the pacing on that young love standpoint. I fold. <laughs> you got me there. Yeah, teenage romances. Yeah, they can go from like zero to ten, zero to fifteen. Teenage wasteland. Zero baby. to ten to explosion, and <laughs> very, very yeah. quickly. Again, <laughs> very quickly. there's there's changes involved when it comes to these guys. There's a lot of like like chemicals going on within them. That's not how I put it, but yeah. I do think their little their scenes are cute, and of course Sokka's his usual fumbling self. And... Oh, trust me, I don't deny that like their scenes are cute. I'm just saying, like I was initially saying, like I don't know if this is going too quick or whatnot. I wish it was more natural, but Johnny just checkmated me of like, no, dude, it's they're teenagers. Of course they're gonna like act awkward and and maybe not and like you know in five years be like ah we're better off as friends. But do you think the scenes between uh, Aang and Master Paku are? Uh, well, we'll see about that. But there was something funny. Okay, when they were talking, by the way, Katara was just like she had her mouth open or whatnot, and like was waiting to was waiting for her cue. Line, please. I don't know if you guys noticed that or whatnot, but but like, yeah, no, she was just standing there. She's like, uh, and then waiting for the. It's, it was so weird. Another flashback to the M Night movie, but we'll get there. <laughs> do we ever have to get there? Um, uh, we'll tell you we later. Unfortunately, yeah, we unfortunately do have to. But, but um, yeah, what do you think of the brief little introduction between the Paku and Ang relationship with Paku being a big jerk? Well, that's funny because the creators also call him a big jerk. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah, it's like all right. It's like they told all the animators, like this man is a jerk. So make him animate him like a jerk. There you go. You gotta look at a jerk in your life, and I have uh, to see. I have to be able to like pick a strand of hair off his head and go, "Wow, this guy's still a jerk." <sighs> yeah, you put it under a microscope; just looks like a jerk. His like his like smiling, happy face doesn't make me think he's a jerk. That's like, oh, that's <laughs> a jerk. This guy has to be. Yeah, he's so smug. Maybe one day his heart will grow three sizes. Maybe someday. Um, no, I was gonna say like, okay, maybe, maybe going into on him. Um. You know, he's he's a master waterbender here. I don't know if he's the only master waterbender or not. This is like a I'm thinking from like their their what their their references from like kung fu movies or whatnot. Usually there's like a master, a few masters in town that have different like gyms or dojos or whatever studios. So it seems like he's the only one in town. So I guess people look up to him and so he's kind of acquired a responsibility or a reputation of whatnot. And so he has to hold that. I don't know if he's I don't think reputation is what he holds most important to him, but I don't know, especially he's not out fighting the war. Maybe he was fighting the war at some point, but there's certainly something to this character that makes him a sourpuss. I think it's pride. There's definitely pride in that. Agreed. So I think, yeah, there's more to this character than we've seen, but there there is something that's making him a total jerk. Yeah, definitely could be some bitterness too from the revelation at the end of the episode. Mm. I guess we'll get to that. Right. Which we'll find later. But yes, continuing on. Yeah, we get a brief little scene with Zuko and, and Iroh. He's pouting. As usual, as per usual. Yeah, being Mr. Mr. Salko. <laughs> Mr. Salko. He, he, he's, he, he's doing his best Shadow the Hedgehog. There you go. But of course, yeah, the Reese's monkey himself shows up and 
screw you, Zuko. I kicked your butt last time, and now I want your crew, too. Oh, you so. did? Did you now? I don't remember that Agni Kai <laughs> duel we had. <laughs> he just means kicks his butt as in, I'm the Admiral now, and you're still banished prince, so. I'm the Admiral, and you gotta deal with it. <laughs> yep. I love that shot, by the way, when he looks at the knives and his like eyes just ripple. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's 7:30, like oh, 7:30. Little flash and just zooms in on his face, and we get a flash. And and uh, Brian Knesko was very happy with how the uh, fa- the filter came out with this. And it's funny. Oh, cool. This is JM animation, but we clearly see Dear movies. So that's that's pretty interesting there, eh? Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's nice to get a little flashback to the Blue Spirit. I do actually wish that the Blue Spirit had more impact in this show. Oh yeah. Like, like we may see him in the future. I don't know. Who knows? That, that's yeah. That's well, yeah. But either way, yep. Admiral Zhao is taking his crew, and he wants Iroh to be his general, but he doesn't want anything from Zuko. Zuko can just go kick rocks. So. <laughs> yeah. You know he. You know he. He might learn some patience if he did. That's true. <laughs> By the way, with um, when Zhao did the little like sword twirl, um, where it's the the sword is facing up and then it's facing down towards the ground. Um, Brian Konetsko said the reference for that was impossible to do for himself because he was doing the reference for it. And he was like, he, he's trying to just for the animators to, you know, get an easier time to animate. And he said it was impossible to do. He did like a few takes and anyway. Yeah. And then we cut back to the Northern water tribe and Katara this whole season. She's been going on about how, she, how much she wants to become like a great waterbender. And so she's really excited about, Oh, the potential I, I get to learn from this great master. And then immediately just, yeah, deflated. He's a donkus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so with this scene, by the way, did you notice the colors? Uh, do you mean they're kind of like um, desaturated? Desaturated or? colors, kind of similar to the last episode. That, yeah, I, I, that's fair. I didn't really think about that. I think, yeah. I, I don't know if it's, I think it's intentional. I think this, like this time it's, maybe, maybe it was intentional last episode. I don't know. But I, I think that it's just because it's morning. So maybe the colors, maybe it's a little foggy or whatnot, or maybe it's the area that I don't know. I, th- I feel like it's it's a little different. Uh, the color mm-hmm. colors have are intentionally lighter instead. Yeah, that that's fair. That could be. But yeah, so you know, and and, and earlier, uh, Ang was saying to Paku that he had a friend he was going to bring along with him to join, and he's like, just don't be late. And you know, it seems they show up fairly early i guess i don't know i'm just saying good with that and you know they interrupt paku doing some i guess meditate not meditation but doing some katas or whatever you want to call it and um he's like oh ready for your lesson and he's like yeah let's go as katara says and he's like what and she's like i'm gonna water bend right and he's like our culture doesn't allow women to water bend oh my goodness he has a diverse opinion what's gonna happen next <laughs> Well, in in like Johnny mentioned, yeah, this whole show up to this point has just been exploring the different little pockets of culture that we go through. Yes. And usually there's some little minor flaw that the team A can kind of wade their way through. Well, I think this is the first one that we've seen where it's been kind of like a more misogynistic kind of viewpoint. Yeah. Yes. And also, um, I don't know if you guys are at, at the scene yet, but, you, but we get this interesting contrast between um, having a master or teacher who's just kind of like as we've discussed a docus or a jerk or whatever and you have a student who's like clearly an impatient kid who doesn't like it and so you get this like kind of funny but extremely mm. relatable situation of him trying to teach him real stuff but they're just not they're just not gelling yep. as master and student but neither of them are walking away either and it's kind of funny 
yeah, I do like that dynamic. I think that's pretty cool. It makes me think a little bit of the Karate Kid, but of course, Mr. Miyagi wasn't a big jerk. He was just not explaining what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that does make him a bit of a jerk, though, that he's just like almost tricking him. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and it's interesting we don't get any... like This is certainly more a... I, I like this, though, this episode. It's more of a Katara and Sokka episode. And even a bit of Zuko as well. Aang's kind of like on the sidelines because he you know, just had his episode last... Uh, last episode really his moments last episode but it'd been interesting to see what he had it would have thought of waterbending masters and what the water tribe meant to him when he was you know a kid 100 years ago and uh what he what he thinks of mastupaku um with um uh wow i'm forgetting his name monk gyatso yes monk gyatso what he what he has to think of monk gyatso and any of the other monks um if and and if he you know is a little more rebellious here, or if he would have had res- showed respect to the master, I don't know. I, I I have no idea if that's out of character for Aang, or if he really has changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, how would you feel if I went to a culture and told them that your culture is stupid? I would probably get looked at very weirdly and probably arrested. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. What do you think about that little scene with Zuko and Yue here? Zuko, if you're near there, I don't Did know. I Zuko, what you mean sorry, Sokka. Zuko, okay. Sokka and Yue. <laughs> Are they like? My, is this that episode of Escaflone or something like that? I don't know what's going on. They're warming up. Yeah, it's a scene where where the where she's riding on one of those little gondolas. Mm-hmm. I like the guy who doesn't even have like a stick or anything, but he's still making the actions like he has a stick. Yeah. yeah That's I, kind of fun. That one took me a minute to figure that out. But yeah, just more about the culture of this show. It's, it's so funny when um, in the commentary as well, Brian was talking about how the entire design of this the city, uh, you can see the waterfall in the background earlier and it goes into the, the castle basically part. And then it, drains down and goes into all these canals and, and bleeds through the streets and that's, it kind of like shows the symbolism of like that's where the, the, the kingdom is like the, the castle is there and then like all the lifelines and blood come from it that's it's 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 the literal heart of the city that's pretty cool that is pretty cool yeah but right after that little kind of continuing their their romance scene we cut over to big old admiral jerk face again and now we once again see the pirates and when was the last time we saw these guys? Was it uh... not the Pirates of Pandizia? Even though I'll make earnings of that. Um, last time was the Watcher Bending Scroll. Wow, the Water Bending Scroll. That was a long time ago. Yeah, this is when <laughs> the episode Zuko lost his dinghy. <laughs> his dinghy. A sad oh. tale. His dinghy, indeed. His That's such a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> by the way, Caleb, if you noticed, the, there was the pirate who uh, clinked to piece of gold in his mouth or whatnot we're gonna see him later yeah but i i had said that sounded like brian konitsko in like the original in the waterbending school and then it turns out it wasn't no it turns out i was wrong in the commentary they they clear, like michael clearly stated that it was brian i was just like maybe it was a false name like it was a student oh name. oh he, he he does do that he does that's do it funny. i was like that sounds like brian konitsko putting on a voice and it's just like it was him okay yeah i was like yeah that's pretty yeah, cool. it's, it's nice they came back it's there's been a little bit of continuity in these past few episodes calling back to some earlier stuff so it was nice they brought them back i i do enjoy that yeah so then we move on to some um i guess medicine and our medical practicing yeah and they got like a creepy like 
like a golem or something. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what that was either. I'd say it was like a hollow body of some sort that was filled with water to like show the kids how how to heal there. I mean, you know what? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably like some some like like dummy they made, and they and they have like like pipes in it to hold water to simulate blood. Yeah, it's oh yeah, it's no different than like say a um, crash uh, test. Not crash test. I was thinking that, but um. Uh, not the fibrillator, but uh, first uh, the CPR dummy. Or, CPR uh, dummy. Thank you. Well, no, well, I'm thinking more of the ballistic gel ones that they used on Deadliest Warrior. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> wow, there's a show I haven't thought about in a long time. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I always enjoyed that. Jeez. Okay, <laughs> moving on from that. Not to good again. The who yeah. is deadliest? Who is the deadliest war? Anyway, um, yeah, is it Aang here with his training with uh, Master Paku? But yeah. but he is enjoying very clearly. Hmm. Also, like that squid that you were having there, Paku, for uh, a, I guess a lunch. Oh, he slurped it. He he slurped it. Also, cool that he was like controlling the the fluid in there. That's that's pretty dope. That is super cool. Yeah, I would. I it's would make me think of my ramen. I, I would drink every glass of wine in a very humorous way if I was a water blender. You would drink every form of fermented grape every way. Got it. And everything. Well, no, I would like. I would just have so much fun with that. Yeah, you could literally just form a ball in front of your face and just like slurp on it. Slowly, the ball would sink in and grow smaller. Dude, that sounds like and that. Then, and then, if you were sitting there in math class and some kid like hit you with like an eraser bit, you could just like douse him. <laughs> like throw a bunch of spit at him no what a like hefty loogie no i mean like 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 i would get all the water in the classroom like everyone's water bottle or whatever and i and I, i'd like spirit bomb him with water Eep. yeah there's usually a fish tank just pull out all the water for like 10 seconds dump it on him then pull it back that's true and then dump it on again the teacher would look back and he'd complain and be like, I got splashed. And the teacher would look back and be like, you're not wet. What are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, oh yeah. You, wow. Wow. That's pretty good. All the water. Is water bending the most, the most prank friendly, the <laughs> is water bending the most prank friendly uh, bending or would you have? Like- no, because fire is because then you could just like say, ha ha, I set the school on fire. Well, that's not a prank. That's a that's a crime. That's arson. Uh, but that's, um, that's, that's one arson. Well, well, I mean, if, if you're an earthbender, you can like let, like if, the, if someone someone's annoying you in class, you just tap like, like tap the floor, and then he gets like shot through the ceiling. <laughs> uh, ha, 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 ha. I'm gonna cause an earthquake. That's a practical joke. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a no. well. It's, it's it's a targeted earthquake, and in, in, in all these scenarios, I'm like good at whatever I'm doing. That, that sounds like terrorism, but <laughs> no, that's I'm just being an absolute jerk. It's only terrorism if okay, okay, yeah, it's terrorism. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> the, the, the kids don't be listening to what I'm saying. I'm I'm complete like I don't know what I'm talking about. Caleb, when you when you uh, what's it called? When you talked about the the ball, by the way, the, the the orb or whatever, Caleb, I couldn't help but think of Fantastic Planet when they're like when the when the drags are are sipping from like whatever ice cream or weird goopy substance that was Goop cream oh yes you know maybe that was what, what was in my mind that could have been <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah fair enough i guess okay so then after you know a brief cut from Pac- from katara to ang to uh, back to katara we see her talking with basically the healer teacher and oh, yeah. yeah we kind of also got the feeling that you know all these younglings are first off they're not orphans off the streets thankfully they're probably all you know consensual well 
No, they're probably parents who wanted to keep their kids doing something after school. So they're just like, all right, go to healing class. It's like, okay, we'll do that. Okay, the only thing we, the, the only thing we know for sure is we don't want those younglings anywhere near Aiden Christensen. <laughs> don't worry, they'll be as far away from his as they can be. Anyway. <laughs> A lot of Star Wars in this one. What? Yeah, geez, Isaac. Like, I, I've actually done pretty good over here. I'm not saying anything, man. That's pretty good, man. Um, but yeah, the the scene with Katara and what was the lady's name again? Y- Yugoda. Oh, Yugoda. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Zuko's yes. still doing his best Shadow the Hedgehog impersonation. Yep. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's funny that Katara was in that scene. Maybe she felt a little like embarrassed that she has to be with other kids. I have no idea. I feel she would probably excel at this because she was probably you know helpful with the kids when she was back at the Southern Water Tribe. Who knows? I think it was just shame for the fact that she kind of gave into uh, Master Paku's kind of treatment of her. So, okay, I guess I do have to go train a little bit with the healers. By the way, I also love the subtle uh, cultural clothing differences between the two. Um, really shows that either one came from the other. Um, just between, like, you see Katara, what she's wearing, and you see, like, what Paku and then Pagoda is wearing. It's like, and even UA, so that they're they're all like, even though they came from the same culture, I, one's on the other end of the world. Yeah, that's that, that's fair, but but this scene yeah is really more about revealing kind of the connection that I guess Katar didn't know about that she came from the Northern Water Tribe. Yes, which I don't remember if we spoiled that or not. I feel like we've talked about that a couple times. I don't remember if I put it in the spoiler section. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, between guess what? Uh, Kana, aka Grand Grand, the grandmother to katara or katara and Sokka was from the northern water tribe all along yeah yeah it's just like the sixth sense everyone's shocked what the twist? but anyway they took it from that guy they it's, they took it from that man who will what not dead who will never have any involvement in the series ever <laughs> r.i.p yeah but yes basically but yeah we see another scene with with uh uncle iroh once again trying to kind of lift zuko out of his depression because zuko's clearly not the happiest guy around i'm in my dark room and i'm in my feels he's being a weenie about it too i'm gonna skulk over here it's like oh now that that jerk guy who was kind of my bully as a kid is taking on my crew my crew my little my little buddies and so yeah he's he's not doing so great well well, crawling in my skin i was just about to make that joke i can't (laughs) believe (laughs) well i Pretty close, like Lincoln Park. <laughs> okay, yeah, basically the same. Not really, but the best corn reference I could make right now is that Zuko clearly has more issues than a Cornell. Are you ready? Sorry. Wow, you completely cut my joke off. I can't believe you. <laughs> I mean, great song, great album, but like that's an awful song. Okay, we're gonna argue about this afterwards. I promise you, <laughs> we are going to fight to the death. That's totally fair. We're going to fight to the death about this. What song are we talking about? Blind corn. KMFDM is better. Well, I, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna deny that, of course. That's that's totally fair. But we're gonna get to this afterwards, and you're and, and you're gonna wish you'd never been born. And I'm gonna get like water blasted anyway. Oh, oh, you you wish you're just gonna get water blasted, son. <laughs> oh, we having a duel here. Let's let's go. Let's go on motorcycles here, eh? Magnikai. Oh, Isaac, a duel would imply you stood a chance. That's true, but I'm just saying. Let's go. I I challenge you to a card game on motorcycles. Well, I would win that too because I because I do both of those things very well. That's true. You're right now 27 and like 
three, I believe. But does Zuko stand a chance against the pirates who come to firebomb the ship? <laughs> so the pirates for Pandizia show up, and now nah, he now nah, he just gets cannonballed off it like a little kid or something, like he is. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I like this. I like to see them sneaking around the pirates. It, it is nice to see them return for whatever yep. reason. That just charms me a little bit. But yeah, Return of the Blasting Jelly as well. So it's like, hey, kid friendly dynamite. <laughs> Don't look up what blasting jelly is. Hey, hey, as long as we call it blasting jelly or something else harmless, like like you know peanut butter grenades or something. <laughs> I mean, those would kill a bunch of kids, though. Let's be honest Pass here. The candy, candy explodes. I do think the interior of the ship looks pretty cool when we see uh, uh, Zuko wandering around. Like, what's this weird sound I hear? What's going on? Yeah, he's first awoken to like um, Brian Canesso's character opening a door, I guess, too fast or whatnot, and really keen senses by the way i kind of like that where he's just he's such a survivor or whatnot or Mm -hmm. he's been out at seas for so long he's just like he's he's bread man he's like he's he's aware of his surroundings at all times even if he's knocked out he's like nope i'm i'm out i'm alert at all times kind of even saw that with ang and him when he was uh when him when ang gave him the the good speech there eh? that one that one episode uh oh the the blue spirit one yeah the blue spirit episode maybe anyway so he's like wandering the ship and then he sees a parrot uh parrot something i think it was a parrot lizard yeah parrot lizard and it's like wait those guys and all of a sudden the blasting jelly goes off and he gets blasted off his ship and yeah is this the end for the fire prince we'll find out in two scenes (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one and uh the, the the multiple like explosions we see by the way was uh done intentionally because they wanted to emulate a live action explosion because apparently, mm-hmm. you know, you only get one take with an explosion. So you like film it from multiple angles, yeah. which is <laughs> clearly fair. impossible in, in animation, of course, because you can't control where your cameras well, are. You could just draw it. Don't tell anybody. Oh, I see. I see what you do. Nobody knows about that. Nobody really knows how animation works unless you go to animation. Anyway, I think people know. But you're, but your scenarios. Your your example, I I can't find words right now. Your example <laughs> what is are really words? hard to follow. <laughs> None of what I make sense is hard to follow. Easy to follow. But is Yue's uh, emotional response to Sokka easy to follow? Because <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's terrible. He's. <laughs> Did you not see Sokka's attempts at making a graham cracker? Like, come on! It seriously would have like won her over. He's like, I found this little graham cracker, man. But I do like. I guess it's for you. I do like this scene between them and uh, oh poophead. That's a good one, Master Poophead. It's it's so weird yeah, though like because Sokka was doing a I think a, not a bad carving last episode, but like now he's doing a in in in, in I don't know a quick carving. I guess is what you want to call it for this episode. Oh, for his little fish that he made for. Yeah, for his little graham cracker <laughs> or fish crackers, whatever they're called. By the way, goldfish crackers. I really like the music after he's like, "Here, I made this for you," and she's and she just like breaks down in tears and runs away. Oh, the music gets all sad and like epic. It's. I also should have mentioned, um, Kanesko or Michael were saying that Jeremy Zahn, the composer of this wonderful series, uh, he said that they actually used four seasons for their love theme for Zuko. Oh, yeah. Sokka and UA's love theme, excuse me. Yeah, you hear it multiple times, even, even some scenes with just, um, Uncle Ira walking around, they play yes. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he whistles. He whistled it right before he went off the boat or was going for that stroll. Which again, one of the reasons it stuck in my head so much because they keep playing it. Yep. 
But anyway, yeah, so they all come back home defeated, you know, Aang with Master Poophead and Sokka's just like, why is Yue confused at me? She's She loves me, she loves me not. She loves me, she loves me not. And then Katara just like, I guess stumped at what Grand Grand was talking about, but also, yeah, still Master Poophead not being playing fair. Let's put it that way. Not being nice to her mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, she I'm, wants to learn. I'm kind of combining the problems. Aang's like, hey, you know what? I'll train you myself. Let's Let's go and do it at Moonlight. Oh, no, 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 no. First, Sokka comes up with that. I was like, wait, why don't you just, like, have Aang teach you? It's like, hey, what a smart idea. Let's not, mm-hmm. let's let's go outside and do it instead of remaining in here because people might be watching us. Yeah, and unfortunately, it seems like Master Paku doesn't have any sort of life and just wanders the streets alone at night. <laughs> yeah. And happens to stumble upon them doing this. I so. am your truant officer. What are you doing out at night? <laughs> You kids should be inside doing your homework. No, it's only nine o'clock. Have you finished to kill a mockingbird yet? <laughs> no, Come on, Lord I of the was, Flies. I I was about to say that actually. <laughs> no, I'm. Why do I even finish my animal farm yet? Oh no! You're letting a woman read. They're supposed to be illiterate. <laughs> oh my days! Now I can't train you again until you apologize. Holy smokes! You Matthew witch. And Ang has to be the middleman. <laughs> Yeah, and so then we get this a pretty awesome scene where, yeah, the next day they have to go to, like, court, and they're like, okay, Aang, you know, we're not going to let, Master Paku's not going to let him, let you be a student anymore until she apologizes, so you better make that kid apologize, and she just, like, screw that. And then she just rages super hard. She just is like, nope, I'm not having this, I'm yelling at my principal right now, and we kind of, it's funny, so, and, and Brian pointed this out, or maybe it was Michael. When she gets angry, we see the floor around her start to crack. Remember the last mm-hmm. time she got angry uh, and something cracked? Was it the first episode? It was absolutely the first episode that eventually brought the iceberg up. Yeah, freed Aang, basically, with her rage. <laughs> well, callback. Yeah, that is a cool little callback. Thanks for that. Mm. Well, yeah, and so yeah. Like we said, she kind of has a freak out and is like, meet me outside in the ball court and we'll settle this. And then we cut over to Admiral Zhao and and uh, Uncle Iroh. Meet you out at sundown. Having some tea and discussing politics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just they blame it on the pirates. I, Admiral Zhao, would like you, uh, General Iroh, to be the very model of a modern major general. Ah, good song. I said it twice. It was coming. Did, did you say this? What do you say? You said it twice. What do you mean? I didn't hear it, I didn't hear it the first time. Did you reference it in a different episode? The Pirates or? of Pandesia. P- Penzance. Uh, it's Quinoa, okay? No, oh, oh, oh get out. <laughs> get out. I, I, I'm not even doing I, I'm not doing this. I, I bet you're one of those people who's like, oh, who says like, oh, you know, potato, potato, or tomato, tomato, or uh, there's a really dumb version of that, but I, I just thought I thought I was going to say it, but I, I just said normal ones. Yeah, now, Johnny, you're laying down the gauntlet. Isaac, either apologize or we can't continue the episode. And then, oh, <laughs> no, we already got a duel. Like, we're, we already got a duel on our hands, so it's like another duel. And, and he is going to lose, and it's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably going to be bad. I'm probably going to lose. Hey, you know, he spends his, all his time training on martial arts. I mean, who knows what this guy Not, no, 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 no. Okay, uh, okay, okay, Caleb, but here's the thing, though. The, this one's going to be an improv, and for this, and for this next skit... I'm going to be oh, playing a no. drunken sailor and he's going to be playing a baby seal. And that's how it's going to go. Oh, R, no. R, 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 R. Okay. Where's that sensor button? <laughs> Flop. 
<laughs> okay, so so then they're 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 in the court, and then Katara does like a has like a Super Saiyan moment, and uh, loses it, and then yep. just smashes a bunch of stuff, and then she she challenges like the equivalent of like Master Yoda, but water to a duel out front, and then this is basically this, this, this is probably going to end well. Yep, I hope they don't hit each other too hard. Yeah, and this this is a great scene. I like how she just starts like a little slap. Like yeah. uh, the water whip, yeah, it's a which, little insult. Which was in episode, I think the water, yeah, the water bending scroll. But this fight is awesome. I like how he starts with like the little swirling, like little water. Uh, like, like she even hits him from behind, like, like he's walking yep. away. Like, like that's ballsy. Uh, so in in the in the fight choreography, at least what they said, they 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 went to their choreographer master sifu or kisu excuse me master sifu kisu excuse me i just said the same word thank twice. you yeah. um and they were like okay we want kaku <laughs> to actually have a, a like a form like he's an actual legit master but katar should just be basically the equivalent of a street fighter yeah yeah that's the vibes i'm getting yep. to like she is moving very Dude, well she like rushes him it's insane I'm like, wow. She makes some pretty good jumps. And I like, of course, we have to get the joke in. Even though they're having their big fight, just a mistimed blow just happens to hit Sokka, of course. <laughs> yeah, he gets served. The universe just does not like him. <laughs> so sad. And he can't get pension from that. Yeah, can't get right, Sokka. No. But yeah, she does like this really cool flip off of a... Uh, Destructo disc. A Destructo disc, yeah. She does a really cool flip off of like a ice wave or whatever and then roots herself on the ground balances herself and goes after him. and the only time i ever seen her like do a punch or what i it was dope mm. man i love that punch even though it's tai chi i like that we see little girls cheering they've yep. probably never seen anything like this even so. some of the older ladies are just like wow this is pretty cool and then we see a slow motion mm-hmm. a paku and he gives that like weird like eh, confused face she can do that matrix shot wow yeah yeah, not as bad though. Well, not bad, but uh, what did you think of that slow motion? No, I was fine with it. And I like that he, all this time he's kind of like just, he's like not really fighting her necessarily. He's just kind of dealing with what she's doing and not taking her seriously. Yeah, he's, and yeah. And by the end, he's finally like, okay, I'm done with this crap and let me just take this kid out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, think that blow where she almost hits him is the one that changes the kind of balance of the fight. Yeah. Yeah, basically. We're going to see, especially when we see her hair go uh get get like uh put down or whatnot like that'll yeah that'll be different oh she loses her betrothal so her neck's naked again dang it oh boy here we go again oh <laughs> all the time oh boy what's he gonna do now oh spikes hopefully those aren't needlers oh no she's fine never mind she ain't gonna <laughs> explode they're not purple you're fine so, yeah then he picks up her betroth necklace and he suddenly recognizes it so nice little call back to the earlier kind of hint at hidden origins for Katara. The start and Zuko's not dead. And then we get back to Zuko. Yep. Made it 60 years ago. eh? for love of my life for Kana. What does that mean? Does and I do like to. Oh, sorry. No, no, no I'll say that because we're now in Zuko. We're not. We're now seeing that, you know, Uncle Iroh's going down this way. And all of a sudden he's talking to this guy, this one fire bending foot soldier. And it's Zuko. He's not dead. I like to see. Iroh's uh, not only does he have great singing skills, but great acting skills. Cause he sure tricked that Admiral Zhao. Cause he knew all along that Zuko was still alive. Yes. So he knew that. that Admiral Zhao was the one that uh, hired the pirates to kill Zuko, but uh, Zhao doesn't know that. 
So it's a it's a it's a it's a one up of each other. It's a one upmanship of the either. Yeah. Cool. But anyway, then we get back to uh, we get back to Qatar there and the rest of the gang, and we. Okay, here's my question. <laughs> Poor Sokka. Okay, did 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 the two of them um, see each other beforehand, and then she left? But unfortunately, things occurred that she had a kid with him, and then went out to the South Pole. That's my question. Or well, did she find a new guy? That's my. That's, that's yeah, all that's, I wonder. That's your theory. Theory. Guitar's theory is that they uh, had a botched arranged marriage. I guess maybe we'll find out in the next episode or the one after that. So maybe we'll hold off for that one. Something like that. But we then, yes, we then go and see uh, <laughs> UA just runs away crying for some reason. She's, I don't know why she's in distress. And so Aang tells Sokka to go, go see her, bud. And he goes to see him. And it's night. Yeah. The moon's weird transition of, of stuff, but I guess he was like looking for her everywhere in the city, but yeah, I didn't think to go back to the place of their date earlier. Clearly her favorite part of the city. Yeah, no kidding. Gives the basic like princess and the pauper or the prince and the pauper story of like, you know, I'm the pauper, you're the prince as so it's not going <laughs> to work out. Yeah, but it turns out she's got an arranged marriage of her own. So I guess I wonder what that's all about. Or mm. you see her neck is also not bare anymore. She has the betroth. <laughs> <laughs> and she kisses him as well so she does love him and, and he was really confused by that yeah happy but confused happy corbin i like the uh the the moon uh right between them there and a lot of that shot nice little bit it's of it's almost like it means oh that's rough buddy something yeah the com- completely ha- uh happy but confused been there many times with uh women so can relate <laughs> wait sorry what what was that <laughs> that was the Sokka being happy and confused at the kiss you know definitely been in a spot similar to that in the past but <laughs> yeah, uh, it, not even just with women just with people in general yeah well, well that's that's fair yeah so anyway the next morning uh <laughs> Aang goes to see Master Paku and who's smiling for once quite out of character by the way and then all of a sudden Katara shows up and he scolds her for being late to her yes. class or his class yeah. and yeah yeah nice little ending changes that quickly okay well he's seen like a relation to her like this could have been his his granddaughter ah so nepotism eh well i mean this guy clearly is a big you know he's not a very particularly nice guy he doesn't like women except for yeah it is nepotism but that's not surprising for a guy in his position and his Sage personality type. So his his reasoning for having his character be a sourpuss so much is because he got rejected by a woman sixty years ago and he hasn't yep. gotten over her. <laughs> We've all been there. Sixty years. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> We're all in our seventies and yeah, can't get past women. It's, it's yeah. not even you know, it's not even that rough. He can't even say that. Like just move on, you donk. That's petty, I guess. That, that might be like petty in a way, or just like you can't move on. It's, it's just not mature. Yep, not mature. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, and I, I do have to question. I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but like, obviously, he's the power in this episode of like he rep, what he represents. But I wonder if other play. I guess maybe the betrothed necklace also represents this, but I don't know what um 
I wish there were more. I mean, I guess, okay, maybe we did see this where all the waterbenders are male. And so I guess all the power structure in the entire city is patriarchal. So mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, it's, it is an episode that kind of not beats you, but subtly shows you that, yes, this is a patriarchal society that does put women in the lesser uh, in this case. Yeah, even the only one who's close to the power structure, Princess Yue, has been put in a pretty compromised position in terms of uh, being forced into a marriage. So. And not really being able to do anything except for sit there with her hands in her robes. Yeah. And cry and... about the, the guy that she wants to be with. And yeah, maybe not the best uh, representation there, but, <laughs> but whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I like princess UA. Yep. Particularly no. in the next two episodes. So, but anyway, we end this episode off with, um, more to come. Let's put it that way. A, uh, hmm. continuation, as you say, as, uh, we get a, we see both the the admiral and the modern major general <laughs> both getting ready to set their fleet sail to capture the water northern water tribe fortress and or city. Mm. So it looks like we're gonna have a the bad guys come to them. And so, so it's not the uh, it's certainly not the X wings and Y wings going to the Death Star boys. We're going uh, it's them coming to us. Well, I guess the Death Star was coming to them anyways, but. Yeah, and that's that's basically the end of the episode. Not very, not a very solid conclusion, but they at least resolve one of the plots. So there you go. And we set up basically the city where we will be in the next two episodes. Yeah, and then we establish that there's a pretty big threat coming their way, and even even as that sets a, set sail, there's some uh, deception going on inside it as well. Mm. So you kind of so it kind of sets a, it. It was it was kind of a setup episode aside from the the one plot that they got threat they got that got resolved yeah Agreed. absolutely yeah, no, and funny lines, enough that so. that plot thread was one of the first things that brian and michael came up with uh and according to the commentary where they're just like okay is that a lucas thing no i'm pretty sure that, like this commentary is made like several years not several years but this is made like probably during book one so i don't think this is a george lucas of like oh yeah was, star wars was always intended to be this <laughs> I'm pretty pretty sure they fully like they have their own record to say yeah they're factually correct. Unlike sure. Ones. Yeah, but beyond Star Wars, what do you guys think of this episode? How did it come across for you? Well, well, yeah, I think that we got some great a great sense of culture, especially like even the part where he brings up the traditions of of women not water bending. Like you know, think about think of exactly what you will, but at the same time, it just it kind of shows the kind of thinking and traditions they might have it gives you even more more notes on that mm-hmm. which is interesting um but yeah I, basically what i just said it, it resolves that issue um katara stands up for herself it's great and then yeah the rest is just a big gigantic setup like we now know the admiral is willing to go all the way and completely like try to kill zuko to get him off his hands so we now know that he's gone from being mm-hmm. just like just like you know kind of a docus to being to like actually willing to assassinate so that definitely raises the stakes of the plot for zuko because he he's, he's contending with as many enemies inside his own organization as he has outside so it puts him in a really interesting kind of below the radar perception sorry uh, position mm. so yeah there's it, it's, i think it's just it's just what it is what it is and the fact that it's followed by a two-part episode for, drills in the fact that it's it's a setup for a big big conflict about to come yeah, definitely, even though it's not listed as a three, three-parter, definitely feels that way in, in context. Mm-hmm. But 
How about you, Isaac? Yeah, I kind of, I guess, go off of what Johnny was saying. What, um, what Zhao kind of meant in, um, in regards to, uh, the, the water tribe itself, they're isolationists. They've been defending the North for 100 years. It's not the bossing say similarly, um, they're, I guess, because they have the ocean on their side, uh, it makes attacking them kind of futile, especially like given where they are. So the isolationism almost kind of develops into that and only the strong could, I guess, rule in that tribe. So therefore, ergo, it must have been the men. So therefore you could see where it came from, if that makes sense. Basically that mentality stemmed from, unless it was always there beforehand. But yeah, this episode in itself. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. We finally got we we're, we're there. We we made it. <laughs> we're 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 at Wally World, or whatever. We're we're at the finish line. <laughs> it's not about the some. It's, it's not about the endpoint. It's about the journey. And did the journey satisfy everybody? Ah, it's to be decided. I think there's still two episodes left, so we have we have no idea what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. anything could happen, but we just know that conflict is coming, and hopefully and. As of now, the, the, the our heroes don't know that. They have yet to find out that Zhao is on the way. So I guess Zhao technically has the element of surprise. Um, and you know, it would it would be it would be kind of cool to see more of Master Pak, Master Paku's excuse me teachings of Aang, and if he has any philosophies he'd like to give him and disciplines of how to use water bending and, and how it works. But no, this is more an episode to for the. The, the two waterbenders themselves in a way some light stories for them and again as Ernie has pointed out he likes the idea that the betroth necklace that Victoria's been wearing the entire time you know it was an heirloom of hers it was something special to her mother who passed away um it actually has uh its own story now like uh there's a there's a reason behind it now which is nice it's, it's cool that we finally got something like that so overall, i enjoyed this episode um it does does the whole matriarchal part of it beat you over the head that's uh, I, I think that's subjective and and to be determined per, per person is, is that uh, a question people ask about this episode yeah <laughs> really what i maybe what i've heard some no no i, I was more uh, agreeing with you i don't i've, I've not heard that but <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm wondering if 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 that, if that is for some people or not I mean, maybe people are reading too much real life into that, but it's like, this is a fictitious world where, but obviously is based off of real life. So potentially, but I don't fully think so. I think the fact that he kind of turns at the end seems a little quick, but I guess that's just me. Well, it it did have to fit in the 20 minutes span, but yeah, it certainly did. (laughs) But yeah, as as just kind of a setup episode, I think it sets the table really well for a great two-parter to come. A lot of moving parts that uh, come together pretty well. I, I quite like the Katara plot. I think I mentioned throughout the show, I'm a big Katara fan, so it's nice to see her kind of overcome a kind of uh, sexist bounds of the culture that they wandered themselves into. But yeah, and overall, I think it's a pretty fun one. Lots of good jokes with Sokka being kind of the butt of the joke as always, but also getting in a little bit of romance for him. So, so there you go. Quite liked it. Remains the butt of the joke, but we at least give him a love interest because when you don't have anything, when, when all your plot threads are up and you have no more ideas, always add a new character for romance. 
hopefully there princess yui stays with us for the remainder of the series because <laughs> we have no idea where suki is right now she could be dead for all we suki. know suki yeah we'll find out uh next week on avatar ball z <laughs> there you go avatar ball z sir Excuse me. Okay, okay you, you can say what you want in your home country and your home language, but the series' name is Dragon Ball Z. Like, sure. like, like that's what it like. Like, I get your point, but like, in its proper name, it is Dragon Ball Z. I say the same same about Gen Z because the whole most of those generation name, name names are made by Americans. So, but I know Isaac says Gen Z every time, and every time it makes me twitch a little bit. <laughs> like, Ooh, that's not right. <laughs> well, well, I I don't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's a good one. I mean, I mean, it's it's down to it's also down to what sounds less stupid to me. Like I like, mm. uh, it varies depending on the word. I think that's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah, I guess that's I guess that's probably all we got on this one. It's gone a little long, so a little long in the tooth. Um, thanks again, Johnny, for coming on the show for the first time. Always fun to have guests on this one. Thanks for having me. Always good to go back and watch an Avatar. Yeah, is there? Uh, I guess I, we've never asked you this, but is there any way that people can reach you if you want to be reached, or don't people just screw off and leave you alone? <laughs> yeah, screw off and leave me alone, please. There you go. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you want to ask them a question, just go through our email. I assume. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. No, that because works. none of us, except for maybe Caleb, have Twitter. What's a Twitter? Yeah. By the way, I made a I made a Twitter for. The not uh, bending the elements. So really, oh sweet! If anyone wants to follow us, it's yeah. on bending the elements. Uh, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever the URL is, like yeah, it'll be down in the description. I don't remember what it is right now. <laughs> but thanks again, everybody, for listening, and peace. Morgan, this stuff. I do your singing. Uh, <laughs> this will be good. This'll okay. Be good. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Four seasons. <laughs>I could try doing it. <laughs> it's the yeah, okay, yeah, do it again so I can hear the notes. Yeah, we'll do a little round of like two beats first before you do yeah. it. Yeah. So
Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Four seasons for love. That's the part I always forget. Yeah. It's a little bit of a different bit. There, wants, there needs to be more of that, but like, I'm not, okay, I'm not faunting Jeremy Zahn and the guys. I'm just like, ah, I wish there was more. Well, they have their drum beat that they played. Oh, that it. was what I was going to, I was going to have Johnny do the drum beat. Yeah, Johnny, look it up, actually. It's called Four Seasons. Maybe you can uh, do the four, drum bit. Four Seasons. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let you, let you fire up the YouTube and. Make uh, sure it says Avatar, not Four Seasons. Like. There was a 60s song called Four Seasons. Yeah, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you want to do that song? Like, okay. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Winter, spring. Let me get it up. Summer and fall. I'm trying to emulate Iroh's voice because he sings it so terribly, but funnily at the same time. It's it's (laughs) funny because did you you listen to the commentary of this? No, I didn't. I I didn't realize there was one. It's It's funny. It's it's hilarious. They actually have both Brike and Ernie Haas on there. Oh, oh! I should have listened to that. Yep. Oh yeah, you got Ohio with that. Summer and fall. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he goes high. Yeah. Summer and fall. But we're singing yeah. nicely with. I, yes, that's not bad. Well, again, I'm trying to emulate Iroh's voice, so I don't know. It's not my usual singing voice. I just use your regular voice, yo. For love. That's how he sings. <laughs> Isn't it loves or is it for love? Loves, thank you. Oh. <laughs> it's plural. We gotta throw I love how he like, he like loses it halfway through. Well, that's because <laughs> when Zhao shows up. No, he gets to the end. It's just his little, his little bridge part. Is there a bridge? There's not even an intro. Actually, <laughs> there is. Oh god, I hate that. <laughs> don't split a yeah, don't split a string right here. I can't speak right now. Is this the main take here? Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Four seasons. Dang it. Please don't fart during the track. I almost had it. Dang it. (laughs) I love it. Sorry. I'll sing with you this time. Okay, right here. So it's four seasons, four loves. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Winters. Sorry. Oh my god. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Four seasons. Where's my booze? Even if we didn't watch this episode tonight, this is this is good material for the guys afterwards. The buds will enjoy this. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Take number three or six. Winter, spring, 
Oh. I thought you were doing two, like, t- like, like oh twice. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll do it once. Okay, I'll, okay, I'll put in the other one. Okay, okay. <laughs> one. Here we go. Two. No, no, wait. That doesn't time at all. One, two, three, four. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Winter, Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Four seasons, four loves. Four seasons, four loves. There we go. Here we are. Take 17. Completed. Yeah, take 28. Holy smokes. So I'm just cutting in here just as I'm ending the episode to let you all know about kind of a humorous thing that happened with this episode. So we'd finished recording another episode for our regular podcast and obviously this podcast. And things got a little bit rowdy when we were coming over to record this Avatar episode. And so when I initially read the plot summary, it went all over the place and just spiraled into this crazy, like, six minute long just um disaster and i decided to include that um uncensored version over on our other podcast so i'm going to include a link in the description and um i'm going to put it in the after credits of that other podcast so i'll i'll include um a timestamp as to where to to jump to if you guys don't want to listen to the full uh, hour of the bonus episode our bonus episodes on that feed are usually just cut bits of us just kind of just having general conversation before we start the the podcast proper. So it's a lot of random stuff and stuff that you wouldn't see normally on something like Bendy the Elements. So if you're curious to check out what that show is like, I you know endorse listening to the full hour, but but I will include a timestamp for you just to uh, make things a little easier. This section of the podcast contains spoilers for all seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. Enter at your peril. Particularly in the next two episodes, so. I'm also fond of the moon. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not saying anything it's been alluded to enough it's yeah, yeah but he'll enough. put it in the <laughs> spoiler section yeah put it in the spoiler section but anyway we end this episode <laughs> off 